Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. How confident are you in your coaching? This is a really important question, isn't it? Because when we're confident as coaches, we are confident in putting ourselves out there. We're confident in marketing our services. And we're also confident when we're actually coaching our clients. And that really instills a confidence in our clients that we are able to help them to achieve the outcomes that they hire us for. I find a lot of new coaches particularly are plagued a little bit by self-doubt. They're unsure about their abilities and they're then a little bit reluctant to start marketing themselves and helping clients to create those transformations. And in the work I do training coaches at the Mindset Coach Academy and in the Mindset Dimensions Report, I find that the best way, one of the best ways to develop that coaching confidence is to actually coach because the more that you're coaching and experiencing using different tools, techniques and modalities with different clients, the more your confidence grows, the more skilled and adept you become and the more able you are to be flexible in your coaching and to create those real transformations. And that's why almost right from the outset of the program, we are coaching and we learn to coach by coaching. It is so essential. It's the same, you know, coaching by watching other people or coaching by doing self-paced study is kind of like trying to learn how to drive a car by playing video games. You know, it is literally an accident waiting to happen. And so, you know, that experiential learning and the ability to really apply what you're learning and embody what you're learning as a coach is so valuable. And that's why it's included in the Mindset Coach Certification Program. And it's why, you know, our coaches will send me messages like one I got this morning, which was, I have just sold my highest tier coaching package. I am so excited. Um, and that the coach in particular, of course, is really looking forward to getting in there and working with her first paying client, which is amazing. But let me tell you, you know, a lot of coaches are filled with self-doubt. They're worried about how they're going to come across and be perceived. And so it's really important if we're out there and we're wanting to do this incredible work that we do, that we really need to overcome self-doubt and we really need to boost the confidence that we have in ourselves as coaches and in our coaching ability. So before we delve into the steps I'm going to share with you that will really help you to boost your coaching confidence, I thought it'd be useful to understand some of the triggers that you know, set off self-doubt. Uh, and so here are six of the things that I think are pretty common when it comes to experiencing self-doubt as a coach. Now, the first one 
is pretty much what I've just said in the sense that it's about lack of experience. Now, this is really common, especially for new coaches. And just the feeling of being novice and new in the world can create self-doubt. And so, you know, if you are a new coach and you're doubting your abilities, please make sure that you're getting in there and you are doing some practice, that you are practicing your coaching skills and the tools and techniques that you have. And remember that anyone doing something for the first time is doing it for the first time. You know, whether that's you as a coach, whether it's someone who's on their first day in the job, or whether it's a neurosurgeon conducting their first surgery, they are doing it for the very first time. And the way that we build experience, is, of course, is by doing, is by gaining that experience. The second thing is that coaches can feel like they're pretending and they can be worried about being found out. You know, we've got this term for it these days, it's called imposter syndrome. You know, I think that in it's a natural phenomenon, right? We've called it a syndrome, but it's actually a natural occurring phenomenon psychologically when we're doing things for the first time. The next is comparison with others. So seeing the success of others can sometimes lead to feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt. The next one is perceived lack of success. Not seeing immediate results in their clients' lives can lead coaches to doubt their ability. We're going to get into this one because some things take a long time to actually happen. Results take a longer time to happen. If you're a coach, for example, in the weight loss field, you know, someone is not going to come to you and drop that extra 60 pounds in a VIP session or in the first session of working with you. Uh, You know, if you're a business coach wanting to help someone go from 50 clients to 100 clients, again, that is not necessarily going to happen overnight. The next is unresolved personal issues. So sometimes we are human as coaches, personal experiences and unresolved issues can creep into a coach's professional life and that can lead to self-doubt. Some coaches believe that they have to be perfect, they have to be the perfect role model, they have to have everything sorted out in order to be effective. And as we know, that is simply not true. The next is fear of judgment or criticism. So the fear of being judged or criticized by clients can lead to self-doubt, making coaches question their methods and abilities. So they are, I guess, the six most common triggers for self-doubt in coaches. Now let's look at what we can do about it. Okay. So the very first thing I think is essential when it comes to coaching is you really need to establish your foundation. Having a foundation and defining your coaching philosophy and your methods will really help to boost your confidence. So there are different ways that you can coach. Um, And the thing is that you really want to make sure that you have got everything lined up, you know what you're doing. And you really have all your ducks in a row when it comes to, you know, your contracts, your agreements, your processes, your systems. Establishing your foundation is critical no matter what you're doing. And for coaches who really want to improve their confidence, knowing that everything, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed is really important. And taking the time to define who you are as a coach and what your philosophy is really will help to underpin that as well. The next one is continuous learning. Now, we are 
always learning in life, aren't we? It's part of having a growth mindset. If you really want to build your confidence as a coach, investing time and effort in learning new strategies, approaches, and techniques really will boost your confidence. It not only improves your skills, but it means that you can be confident that you have a toolkit that is really going to help you to help your clients to create the transformation that they come to you for in a way that is lasting and in a way that, you know, reliably and consistently generates that outcome for the client. We are always learning and I really encourage you to do this always. Whether learning is about taking courses like the Mindset Coach Certification Program or the Mindset Dimensions Practitioner Certification or whether it's about reading books or listening to podcasts like this one. Continuous learning really helps us to build our confidence in ourselves and our abilities. Number three is to remember to celebrate small wins because success, as we know, isn't always about a monumental change or a monumental leap. Sometimes it's those subtle shifts in your client's perspectives. Really make sure that you are celebrating those moments and that will help you to build confidence in your impact as a coach. When your client has that that shift in thinking, when they have that aha moment, those are the times that we can really sit back and you know, remind ourselves that we are skilled, that we do have this ability, that we're a good coach, right? We're helping our clients to have these moments. The next is peer support and mentorship. Now, connecting with other coaches for support and guidance is so key. And I think just having that coaching community of your peers is so useful. Uh, And obviously things like the Coaches Success Accelerator, which is where I run coaching supervision and coaching masterclasses and business building masterclasses. That's a great place as well for you to come and get that peer support and mentorship and really celebrate those wins as well as you grow your coaching business as well as your coaching skills and your knowledge. And the reason that a community like that is also important is that you can gain advice from other coaches, from me as a coach supervisor, and also from other coaches, you know, on what to do with a client or, you know, how to position a certain coaching package that you might be offering. So that builds your confidence as well, getting that feedback and doing so in a community that actually gets it. They really understand. Next is to practice self-compassion. And this is really understanding that it's okay to make mistakes. You know, sometimes, when we're in that coaching situation, we can go out of it and do our reflection and think, oh, you know, I wish I'd asked that question there, or perhaps I should have spent a little bit more time on exploring that subject further. And I think being able to reflect on that and learn from situations that maybe don't go as we hope they would go uh, is really important part of our learning. It's really important part of that learning loop. And During this phase, as well as you're developing your coaching prowess, you know, really remember that you can, you need to treat yourself with kindness and patience and the acceptance that you are learning and growing and thinking about it from a learning perspective and thinking about it as feedback really helps. It really does make uh, your journey much easier as a coach because you think about it as an immersive learning experience. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com 
forward slash coach certification and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. The next is self-care and mindfulness. You're maintaining a healthy lifestyle yourself and really taking that time out to meditate, be mindful, be in the now is really powerful for us as coaches. It really does. There's a direct correlation between, you know, being healthy physically, emotionally, mentally, and our self levels of self-confidence as well. And even if that means that you are taking time every day to go for a walk in nature, or you are, you know, going to the gym, or you're taking time to relax, or you're reading or doing something that's a hobby, right, that's non-work related, really, really powerful and important that you do that and we take the time. The next is positive affirmations. Now, you know, maybe a bit cliched, but actually using positive affirmations to reinforce your self-belief can genuinely help to rewire your thinking pattern. So I want you to think about what is an affirmation that is really going to resonate with you and that you want to step into the identity of. Um, It could be, for example, that I'm a successful and transformational mindset coach who has an amazing impact on their clients and the world. Whatever you come up with, it needs to resonate with you. And being able to lean into that and focus on that makes such a big difference when it comes to just switching on that positive thought process and leaning into then the identity of being that person who is a successful and transformative mindset coach. The next one is to set realistic expectations. Do you know it's okay not to have all the answers? right? You do not have to have all the answers straight away. And change takes time. It's a different journey for everyone. And it really does help you to then manage your own expectations, both of yourself and in terms of the results that your clients are getting to. So, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I will go into the doctor's office and he will need to make a phone call, right, to ask someone else for a little bit of advice. You know, people who are experienced, one of the things that experienced coaches do, experienced professionals do, is that they will actually ask questions of other experienced professionals, right? They'll act, they'll have them as a sounding board. And again, that's why that coaching community is so important thing is, if you go in as a new coach to a coaching situation, expecting to do something in an hour and create an incredible transformation, yes, you can, 100% you can. But if you expect to do that and you get disappointed by not doing it, then that actually energetically transmits onto your client. If you go in with really high expectations um, of yourself and you're putting pressure on yourself and that causes self-doubt, then that self-doubt is what transmits to the client. The Pareto principle says that people will always behave and perform to the level that we expect of them. So absolutely, we need to have high expectations of our clients in terms of the results we're going to help them achieve and also of ourselves, but not so that they're unrealistic, right? Not so that they're so uh, unrealistic that it does then trigger that fear, that doubt that then transmits and holds us back from actually running a really powerful coaching session that is transformative for our clients and for ourselves. 
The next one is to seek feedback and accept constructive criticism. Opening yourself up to feedback is one of the most powerful things that you can do. You can ask your client for some feedback at the end of each session. You can ask your clients for feedback at the end of your coaching relationship. You can ask them for feedback throughout the coaching relationship. You can also ask your peers for feedback as well if you engage in things like practice pods where you get together with fellow coaches and practice your craft. You can ask for feedback in the Coaches Success Accelerator, for example, where As I say, we do have that coaching supervision and coaching hot seats where you're able to share client case studies and ask for feedback on what you're doing in your coaching. The next one is to remember your why. You started out as a coach because you had a vision, you knew what you wanted to do, you had a goal, uh, you were motivated towards achieving that. And just remember that. And remember also what are your values in relation to your career, in relation to your coaching business. And what do those values actually mean to you? I want you to think about that and then to remind yourself why you became a coach. And this is really powerful when it comes to motivation and staying really true to your purpose. And that in turn then bolsters your confidence. It lifts you up, you know, when you think about being a coach and your role and your mission and your vision for your coaching practice. So, There are so many things that we can do to really manage our self-doubt and to step into confidence and to be confident as a coach. Some of the other things that you can do are to really make sure that you are keeping a coaching log, you're keeping a record that helps you with your progress. Now, coaching log is really about your reflections on your ability as a coach, on the sessions that you're having. Um, And it does help you to reflect back and notice how much you're progressing. It helps you to notice the transformations that you are helping to facilitate. It helps you to notice the themes. You know, what are your clients coming to you with? What are their problems? What solutions are they seeking? And it helps you then to really refine your offers and, you know, and make offers out there and provide coaching services that are more and more going to be helping your clients to achieve what it is that they desire. Uh, The other thing to do is to make sure that you collect testimonials and use those testimonials, not just as social proof for prospective clients, but also that you can read over. So if you do have a moment where you start to doubt yourself read over those testimonials and remind yourself of the contribution that you've made, the the change that you've helped someone to make. You know, those clients have come to you and you've really helped them and not just them, but their families and their colleagues and, you know, the, the people that they associate with on a regular basis, you've impacted on them too. And that's that ripple effect of change. So you can really, you know, step into that being more confident Uh, as a coach and embracing that confidence by reflecting on all of your achievements. Also, if you're coaching in a specific niche, which I hope you are, you can also create an achievement log for everything that you've achieved in that specific niche. And again, that's something to reflect on and to remind yourself. I think we often forget all of the things that we've accomplished throughout our lives from, you know, studying to the various jobs that we've had, um, qualifications we've gained, etc. And just having that reminder there can really boost our confidence and just, you know, be that 
be that thing that reminds us that we are good. We are good at what we do. We have skill. We are adept. And another thing to do as well is to write a love letter to yourself as a coach. Like write to yourself, dear Mary, if your name's Mary, dear Mary, I here are the things that you are amazing at as a coach. I love the way you X. And just write a beautiful love letter to yourself, reminding yourself how incredible you are, uh, the skills that you have, the passion that you have, the compassion that you have, the empathy you have, and all of those skills that make you a wonderful coach. So those are 10 steps to boost your coaching confidence. And I think the overarching one, of course, is the more you do it, the more you coach, the better you get. And the more you coach, the more confident you become. And the more confident you become, the more you want to coach. And it becomes a reflexive loop, doesn't it? When you're confident and you're coaching, you're getting great results, that gives you even more confidence. And then you want to do more and more coaching. And so it goes on and on. So if you are interested in developing your skills as a certified mindset coach and adding an array of globally recognized certifications to your name, then the Mindset Coach Certification Program is enrolling now for October 2023. So I invite you to book a call with me, check out the link below. And we also have the Mindset Dimensions Practitioner included in that program. Both of these programs are ICF certified. um, And so the Mindset Dimensions Practitioner is included in the Mindset Coach Certification Program. And you can actually start that if you want to in August. And then that dovetails nicely into the Mindset Coach Certification Program. The Mindset Coach Certification Program is a nine-month certification. As I said, it is an immersion in coaching. It is cohort-based, which means that Yes, we do have some self-paced modules that you uh, can study each week, but equally we have our live weekly calls that everyone comes along to as a cohort. You become part of an incredible community of coaches who, you know, practice, support each other and really do boost each other's confidence as we go on that journey together over nine months, learning an incredible array of transformational coaching techniques that operate at the conscious, subconscious and unconscious level. So that by the time you finish the program, you will have identified your ideal client and your niche. You'll have created packages and you'll be out there coaching confidently, knowing that you're an exceptional coach who creates fabulous transformations for your clients. We'll drop the link to both those programs below. And I look forward to being with you next week. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.